1: Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the two of Bettery, Rether and weather in any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Screamies top with cheese. Philadelphia Philadelphia. Bo- and Zach kicking it cooler than two. When till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with friends. The early bird gets the
0: worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Zach coming at you with steps and things by we are going on. to rip out the hearts
1: of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We are going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends, a post-game edition. Beowulf, Marissa Dunn here after the Eagles take down the Houston Texans 29 to 17 in Houston and Marissa. Neither of us were there.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Zach will be joining us in probably like three seconds. We just got a text that he's in the elevator. He's panicking that we said two 30 AM for those listening. <laughs> and he was not home yet or not back to the hotel. So Zach will be on the scene with the breaking. News. He
1: told us to start. Like he, he, yeah. we, we were willing to wait. He wanted us to start.
2: Yes, he insisted we started, so we figured, why not?
1: He cares more about punctuality than being there himself. He's yes. That's the kind of selfless guy that he is.
2: Yes, and we've gotten live updates on his whole trip back to the hotel, so mm. he should be on here any second,
1: now. And yes, as you said, it is 2.37 in the morning after an unprecedented night in Philadelphia sports, Marissa.
2: Yeah. A bit of a uh,
1: disappointing performance, a listless performance uh, to some degree for the Eagles, but... You know, I wasn't there. I'm just, I'm I'm splitting screens here. So we'll see what Zach tells us, whether yeah. he's got any uh, defense of the run defense in this game for the Eagles as Damian Pierce runs wild for 27 carries for 139 yards, breaking tackles.
2: Leading rusher in the game.
1: Leading rusher know. in the game. Why don't we just do swooper now?
2: <laughs> True. <laughs> no but zach might like want to hear it actually he probably won't let's do it now i think it'll what be I good do? if he
1: comes in in the middle of super let's just let's just get we'll right to the it
2: show with what everyone wants to hear yeah i like it well i don't like it because i know what it's going to lead to but of well course you, you did a very
1: off. good i mean your hit rate here was very impressive Marissa. my hit rate you, was good you had yeah. only had three items
2: mm-hmm.
1: you had Jalen Hurts sets a career high in either passing yards or rushing yards didn't happen
2: no unfortunately
1: but you did have the Eagles score more touchdowns than the Astros score runs. Check. You got that. And you got the Texans who will win or tie at least one quarter of play.
2: Yeah, that happened right away. It's great.
1: Fantastic. Good for yeah. you.
2: Michael asked, do I get points for every quarter if that happens? And I was like, mm, mm. I wish.
1: That's an interesting thing to Swooper. keep in mind for future swoopers, a I thing did, that could be multiplied. I did think mm. the same
2: thing. I didn't know if that was cheating. I was going to mm. say maybe I'll have to. Uh, you know check in with day but yes i did think of that as well that's
1: interesting okay zach who played it so well and maintained so many leftover and turkeys he's
2: here in just in time
1: hello <laughs>
3: good evening out of breath good morning hello good morning, zach guys. great to see you guys
2: zach, we're starting with the most important news of the day we're going over swooper start the
3: show that's really how you started the show
1: well we wanted to do something that didn't require you being here because you're the only one who watched the game
3: <laughs> quite the game eagles are eight zero. but that's you're the host I, I will cede the floor to you
1: all right well zach you had miles sanders had the most rushing yards in the game didn't happen uh gardner Minshew takes a snap thought this was going to be a good one for only four turkeys didn't happen both teams lose a challenge didn't happen
2: there was a lot of challenges, but they all won them.
1: That's right. Uh, the Eagles' longest play is longer than the Texans' longest made field goal. You did that get that. Was,
2: that was so close. Was it? it? Was 31, I believe, and 30. Wow. I was so upset when, when <laughs> Elliott came out and it was 30. I'm like, are you kidding me? Anyway, continue.
1: That's funny. Um, and then the sum of the jersey numbers of Eagles players who score touchdowns plus Phillies players who score runs is greater than the sum of the jerseys of the Texans players who score touchdowns and Astros players who score runs, uh, haven't added this up yet. So the good news is it doesn't matter because yeah, boy, boy, what a night. Uh, the number of Damian Pierce carries is larger than Jalen Hurts' longest run of the game. 27 carries for Damian Pierce, 14 yards The long for Jalen Hurts. The first half of the Eagles game, Ends before the f- top of the fifth inning of the Phillies game did hit. Sorry about your 10 turkeys wasted on nothing, Marissa. Yeah. Um, and I also had the last play of the game is a kneel down. So three for me. That's a W. And by the way, that six. fourth
2: and one also was pretty upset about that. Obviously. Oh, the yeah. They don't get it.
1: that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So wow. It's and one and balance. I'm like,
2: Come on, defense. Stand tall here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's very good.
2: Unfortunately, they
1: did not. All right, Zach. You're here. You've presumably run all the way to your hotel from uh, NRG Stadium because we know you love running out of a stadium to get to a podcast. How did it go? Eagles are eight. no. What are your big takeaways?
3: Well, big win for the Eagles, right? Every win's a big win. And a, a few takeaways here. Number one. The manner in which they played—it was a different style of game than it was last week. Last week, you saw them really bolstered by the big plays, the explosive plays, right? These first scoring drive tonight for the Eagles, 18 plays. Second one, 10 plays. They did a- another one, 10 plays. It was a different style of game, and Jalen Hurts compared it to when you go to a fancy restaurant, uh, whether it's a steakhouse or seafood dish and, or I'm sorry, seafood restaurant. And they sometimes have like the catch of the day or they have, uh, the chef special. And his point was they can play different ways. So that jumped out to me. Uh, another thing that jumped out to me is the turnovers, right? They, they, or the takeaways rather plus one, I think they're plus 15 on the year. I don't have it in in front of me, but continue making plays there. Javon Hargrave, three sacks, uh, whatever happened during the bye, and I did talk to him about this. Um, he, here he is. He's up to uh, he, he has five sacks the past two games, six on the season. Shaansi Gardner Johnson. Where did he grow up? In 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 uh, Salisbury, North Carolina. You can mm. read all about that on the Athletic. There were negatives in this game too, right? This was the first game that of the season in which they did not lead at halftime. It was tied at halftime 14-14. The run defense has some work to do. We can get to all that. But my big takeaway is they're 8-0 right now. First time in franchise history that they're 8-0. Uh TO and Donovan McNabb didn't do this. Reggie White never did this. Brian Dawkins never did this. Harold Carmichael never did this. Chuck Bennerick never did this. I can go on. Uh now being 8-0 within itself is not this it's not the end all be all. I think in the last 30 years, 21 teams have started that. Let me get the exact number here. Uh, I had this in a story that will soon go up on the athletic. Yes. 21 teams in the last 30 years have started eight. Uh, no. How many of so, them went
2: on to go to the Super Bowl? You got that?
3: I don't have that. It's a good question. And I should look that up, but I was trying to accelerate my writing. to get here for the, no, podcast. I'm not
2: trying to put you on okay. the spot. I'm just no, no, curious. no.
3: It's, I am, I am, I am curious as as well. Uh, but it's also one of those things too, where a they have a target on their back, and b like like we've discussed, this is a relatively soft schedule, and so this could soon get to double digits. And when they get to double digits, that's when these those those conversations start occurring. I mean, as AJ Brown said tonight, he said. Uh, he said, "We're not caught up in trying to go perfect. That's not even the conversation right now. But it is something to at least, you know, keep your eye on that conversation when that, 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 that does start." So, uh, anyways, that's just me kind of emptying my brain. There's, a, there's a lot more there. Uh, I you'd rather be waking
1: was... up in a half an hour than, st- than still being awake
3: yeah I mean not in half an hour. I don't get up at it's one forty five here i don't oh, i don't get yeah, up okay. I don't get up at two fifteen, but I will be up in in about three and a half hours yes
1: yeah, you got that you got that big money radio hit you got to get to.
3: <laughs> I like to connect with our audience and new and uh customers and fans any way I can.
1: there have been twenty one teams who started eight 0 since nineteen ninety Zach. Five of them won the Super Bowl, five of them lost in the Super Bowl, three of them lost in the championship game, and then the uh, the rest of them all lost earlier in the playoffs. So there you go. So
3: ten made the Super Bowl. Ten
1: yeah, of the twenty-one made the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah. So so you so you have a you know fifty percent chance almost forty-five percent chance of making the Super
1: Bowl. Mm. I'm surprised you're so uh, you're so gung ho and happy about this win. This isn't a pretty.
3: Well I'm not happy but I'm 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 telling you, I'm just emptying my brain of some thoughts okay. about this win. But certainly I I don't think that I thought
1: like I would say that the 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 like thumbs up thumbs down for this performance, you you
3: so I, I don't know I, I was actually thinking that you were gonna like be ripping on them after this. <laughs> I, I I it 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 did strike me that, that you would find whether it's the run defense or or, or something in particular to like harp on and The thing is this, they, I, they were playing a JV
1: team and they let Damian Pierce run all over them. Okay. Like, like that, what you're going to defend that run defense, their defense in this game.
3: I'm not, I'm not defending the, they lost the spread. So
1: they, they, they didn't perform as well as they should have. I'm
3: I'm not defending the run defense. I just don't think that, 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 that when you play on a Thursday night, uh, halfway across the country, you win by, by, you know, 12 points, it's not like a uh, uh, gloomy. Um, it's, it's not like the, a, a really bad outcome, right? There's things they can learn from this, but this wasn't a bad game. Now, I, I, well, I should do some color.
1: Sorry, go ahead, yeah. go ahead.
3: No, 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 you proceed.
1: No, let's talk about the run defense because I feel like that is the number one takeaway from this game. Like Jalen Hurts was very good. Uh, we, can, we can get to that. But I really uh, – don't you think that the number one takeaway from this game is they have to figure out what they're going to do on defense without Jordan Davis? And how bad yeah, did it yeah, look in person?
3: Yeah, that's a big takeaway, and it looked it looked bad in person, right? And it looked bad in, in part, too, because you knew what they were going to do, right? It's it's not as if this was week one and the first time you're seeing Damian Pierce. It's not as if uh, they are loaded at wide receiver, but they saw something in the running game, and they thought they could run on him. Uh, if you just looked at the Texans' depth chart going into this game, you said they're they're going to run the ball. The Eagles knew they were going to run the ball, and they and they ran the ball. And uh, credit to Ruben Frank from NBC Sports Philly, he asked Nick Sirianni about the run defense on what was it Wednesday? Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, all these days are blurring together. Yeah, three and, person
1: press conference you guys had.
3: And so they they enter the game allowing I think 5.1 yards per carry. They allowed 5.3 yards per carry tonight. Yeah, that's 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 not great. So I So what agree. did the Eagles
1: what did the Eagles do without Jordan Davis? It looked like they played more four man fronts, but when they did play uh, the 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 three man odd fronts, it was a lot of Marvin Wilson at the nose.
3: Yes, but that starting to change in the second half. They they okay. started to have they started to have Hargrave more in there in the in the second half. Um yeah, I mean it was it, but there were more four man fronts. I mean Houston was was committed to to, uh, to uh, running the ball. I agree that's that's problematic the the way they ran. I'm not trying to put like um, a warm spin on this game. I'm just saying that there are teams in this league who, if if uh, you know they they had someone get three sacks. They, they had someone take the league lead in interceptions. They had someone get had, uh, catch eight passes for 100 yards and a touchdown. Like those would be high water marks for the season. And, yeah, well, and there are teams who have like has this.
1: yeah, but this is a team that ha- the, the stakes are higher for this team. The bar is higher. I agree. This is not the Tennessee Titans. The, the Titans, by the way, like the te- look at the, what the Texans have done in their recent games. This is a much better offensive performance for them.
3: Sure, sure. Yeah, the, the, look, the run defense was not good today. Um, I ag- agree with you there. I, my biggest takeaway from this game, and, and if you're thinking big picture and you're trying to – you say, yeah, they don't have Jordan Davis right now, and three of their next five games include Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry, and Saquon Barkley, right? That's a concern. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I just don't – I'm just not, like, up in arms, like – Oh, oh goodness! They won by twelve points, but this run defense, right? I mean, it's hard to win games in the NFL, and they they do it each week, and they won by double digit points. They scored four touchdowns on offense, right? They had two takeaways on defense. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I'm. It's I'm so not- funny,
1: Zach. You're you're the way that you analyze the 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 undefeated football team is so much different than the way you analyze your own performance on things. <laughs> like you're never happy with your own performance. You're always looking to to nitpick, but when it's a football team, it's oh, as long as they got the job, as long as they finish the story and and hit the deadline, it's fine.
3: Well, that's not, that's not a win for me. Finishing the story and hitting the okay. deadline. It's not a win for me. Um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've racked up too many L's here to, to <laughs> decide. Uh, see. what are you I'm, talking about? Like well, you need to flip those. You need to flip those <laughs> uh, two things. You need to be kinder to
1: yourself, and you need to be rougher <laughs> on the team that you
3: cover. Rougher on the team that I cover. I it's it's not that I'm not like I because I I figured this was this, I figured this was going to be your your takeaway, um, in in part because like of who their defensive coordinator is and that has and, nothing part... to
1: do with it. It has to do with the team they were playing. <clears throat>
3: yeah, like I.
1: This is the, you do. Would you agree that this was their worst game of the season?
3: Oh, yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. Absolutely. So they played Especially their the wo- half. so obviously the half. we can we can say that it says a lot about the quality of the team that they played their worst game of the season and they still won easily by 12 points. That's fine. That's true. I agree with that. But we already knew they were very good. They're they're undefeated for a reason. They're one of the two or three best teams in football. But yeah. when they have their worst game of the season, we're allowed to Complain about the fact and oh, point out I, I, the reasons yeah. that they had their they just played their worst game of the season.
3: OK, sure, sure. Now, the, the, the worst first half of the season, the, the second, the worst half, the second half was actually the second half was a good half. Uh, and, and I think when we when we go back and, and watch the film, there will be things that jump out from that second half. The first half. Yeah, that was a bad half. Um, and, and the run defense was problematic. They they really didn't know what they were doing. They couldn't get off the field on some of those those third downs. They had these like sloggy drives that ended in, in mm. points. <clears throat> but you know, when you have an 18 play drive, by nature, it's not going to be like these these big ch- positive chunks every play. Um, and then they come out to start the second half, and Jordan Mailata allows two sacks on the first three. Yeah, plays. tough night for him, huh? <clears throat> uh, and so. <laughs> So, yeah, and so at, at that point, you're like, ah, oh, you know, they're sleepwalking through this Thursday night game. Um, but then, you know, Chauncey Gardner johnson gets the interception. They have a short field. James Bradbury gets the interception. Oh, oh, oh they also had their first lost fumble of the yes. season. Um, yeah, so I I, I, I just – I don't know. What I, a game I, for I mean,
1: Steven Nelson, huh?
3: What a game for Steven Nelson. Didn't he force that fumble? It was a bad. It was a. It was like a a mistimed snap. It seemed like to me. Um, I'll, I'll have to go back and. He watch He got it. the yeah. sack, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, but like Jalen, he also
1: made that tackle early in the game on Devontae Smith, and I've never seen him so excited. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. am look. I'm. I'm not trying to, to put like this this I, because i i i did i i had this like 15 minute car ride back where i was like, thinking uh, about it stupid Bo
1: is gonna be all angry no
3: not that at all <clears throat> i i was trying because my my takeaways were similar to what you said and then i i took a step back and i'm like they just want a game by 12 points um like is the you know they're eight and no um what kind of note am I striking if I'm like, oh God, the sky is falling. They just won by twelve points, you know?
1: I mean, you don't have to say the sky is falling, but I mean, I think the I think the run defense is a real concern.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's I been agree.
1: the worst part of their team of the four phases by a long shot. Sure. Uh, all season long. And they lost their best or, or not maybe not their best, but like the guy who seemed to the be the, the fulcrum yeah. of what made their run defense successful when it was? I mean, they entered this game what twenty fourth in run defense yeah. DVOA, right? Um, and so they knew that this was and and as you said, they knew the game plan for the Texans was going to be a lot of Damian Pierce. They were starting Philip Dorsett and some guy I never heard of on the outside, and still they got the ball
3: run over them. Like that's not great. I agree. I'm not. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it's the, not the only thing that occurred tonight.
1: Okay, I think we're allowed to like you know this. The team is eight and zero. The stakes are high. We gotta we sure. gotta poke the holes and when there, there's a
3: pretty big okay. hole right now. Okay. okay, all right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's it. We can... Well, uh, I I think too. Um, try, I I might view it differently if Jordan Davis was out for the season. Um, cause I, I was thinking about that and this is going to be, look, if he, let's say the first game he returns is Christmas Eve against Dallas. Okay. Then what you're talking about here is a stretch of games where teams know they're going to run on you. they are teams that can run on you. I would even throw green Bay in there, right? Green Bay can, can run with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Um, you have the giants, uh, is it twice during that period or no, You so once. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I'll, I'll, so I, I'm not so much, I, I wouldn't be so much worried about what Washington would do, but there are games in there. Those four games that Jordan Davis isn't there. That's really concerning. And that's probably a big part of our Thursday pod. Those weeks is how are they going to stop Jonathan Taylor? How are they going to stop Derrick Henry? How are they going to stop Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon? How are they going to stop Saquon Barkley? I, I agree with you there. I just think if you're really talking – if, if like, your concern is this – is they're a Super Bowl team – they're a Super Bowl contender and this is their Achilles heel, I would say Jordan Davis is going to be back for the postseason. And look, Is he going to be himself? Is he going mean... to be himself? That's a fair question. Um, but, like, I tweeted during the game their splits with Jordan Davis on the field, Jordan Davis off the field, and I understand it could be a misleading stat because – you're in odd-man fronts when Jordan Davis is there, so you should be better at right. run defense. It's when they're but, trying to
1: stop the run versus when they're not trying to stop the yeah,
3: run. Yeah, Yes, but but when <clears> they <throat> are trying to stop the run, they're keeping opponents under four yards per carry. Now, there are, teams know they can run on this four-man front, and they can't really play the odd-man fronts well without Davis. I, I get all that. I just think if you want to have that conversation uh, about this being the Achilles heel of a Super Bowl contender, I would say when... They're playing the types of games that the Phillies were in tonight. I mean, I mean, well, let's say the Phillies were in a few weeks ago, the playoff games. I'm not talking Super Bowl yet. Uh, they'll have Jordan Davis back on the field.
1: Okay. All right. Why don't we take a little break? We'll come back. We'll calm down. We'll be a little more Pollyanna ish. We'll talk about the wonderful night that Jalen Hurts had. I thought he looked very good.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All
1: right, back on Birds with Friends, Bo, Zach, and Marissa. Uh, Some chatter in the uh, chat saying why isn't Bo in Houston? I thought we we addressed this at the top of the show. Um, I thought it would be fun to, I thought it would be a good story to, Watched both games at the same time. There's somebody in the chat who said he saw me at the bar covering the game. And he didn't say hi. What are we doing? Say hi. All right.
2: Where did you so go? Did
1: we went to New Wave Cafe.
2: Nice.
1: Been like 150 people there. Most, most people watching the Phillies. Um, yeah. Weird. Weird. Crazy night. Weird for the Eagles to be like relegated to second screen. Status. I don't know. Zach had to deal with me weirdly uh, deciding to do this while I was already in Houston.
3: (laughs)
2: But went to Houston and came back to cover both games here. Did it make sense? No.
1: But felt like the better story, and uh, I'm not sure that that was the right decision. But here we are. (laughs) Zach, you look like you're in a closet.
3: I'm not in a closet. I'm in a corner of a hotel room. Um, But to – right in the corner? Because uh, you would not like this hotel room. There's no desk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a little table and a chair, but there's not a desk. Um, But to add some color and comparable to what you were saying, uh, in the post-game locker room, it was similar to New Wave Cafe, right? There were a bunch of – play. It, it was an interesting scene. You had players, coaches, staffers, reporters. Like all – Yeah, tell me about in. this. So there was a TV above the defensive backs lockers, right? So Slay and Bradbury and, and, and Garner Johnson, the, that corner of the visitor's locker room. And the game was on. And they're all huddled around watching the game. And it was interesting to see, like there are – Reporters who are in there, you know, in a typical postgame locker room, you're going from locker to locker, talking to everyone you can. And they're just like, what, you know, we're in the, like, at this point, it's the bottom of the eighth, top of the ninth, bottom of the ninth. So, and and they're all clued in. Like, Jason Kelsey, he wasn't, like, changing. He wasn't changing until the end of the game, it, it seemed like. Um, there were other players who... Were, you know, they had showered and changed, but they they weren't leaving the locker room. Usually, they're quick out of the locker room, especially on the road, to get to the bus. They're watching, they're watching these these final outs. I mean, Shane Steichen comes in, pulls. Yeah, who was the most? Who was
1: the most into it?
3: Um, so so this is it. So. There's into it like in a demonstrative way, and there's into it in, like mm-hmm. a really focused way.
1: Right, like and, actually watching versus yeah. performatively watching. Yeah.
3: And I would say Zach McPherson was the one who was into it in, like the most, you know, in in the way like a baseball purist can appreciate. Yeah, it's, because Zach he's McPherson a baseball player. Yeah. Yeah, he his 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 brother was a minor leaguer. He was a good baseball player. I, th- I think if you ask him, he would probably think he's the best baseball player on the team. He said that. And, yes. I didn't know if we were on the record. So that's why, that's why I framed it that way. I think,
1: a, I think a boast is on the record. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, and I mean, tough
1: him I mean, AJ Brown, like, you know, AJ Brown,
3: yeah, like, Brown was uh, watching him. Um, and so there was, uh, so McPherson was like really clued in, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't there, uh, in a demonstrative way. It was, it was very much like the, the, the thinking mm-hmm. man's baseball. Um, Hertz was watching out of the corner of his eye, but, uh, he was an Astros you know, fan. He he, 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 well, he was actually asked <clears> that. <throat> and he, he kind of looked over to the t- team PR guy and was like, I, I don't know <laughs> how to answer this question. Um, Sirianni, uh, brought it up in his, in his press conference, the Eagles, uh, you know, one of the Eagles executives, uh, you know, their, their PR executive said, if anyone has score updates, shout it out, like during the press conference, yeah. uh, it was, it, yeah. The, there were a lot of people um, tuned into it. It's a and crazy night. night. This, it's like, yeah, never happened before. Or, well, that's not true. It happened in two thousand and
1: nine. No, is, it didn't happen in two thousand and nine. That game was at one o'clock and eight o'clock. They, they were not oh, during okay. game. They
3: were the same day, though. Yeah, they were the yeah. same day.
1: Okay. That's the crazy thing. The games going on at the exact same time in prime time.
3: Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Um, so. And it's, it''s it's the two markets. They were showing it on this they were showing highlights on the screen at at the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, my flight down was full of Eagles Astro oh, I'm, I'm sorry Eagles and Phillies fans. Uh, I was flying down during the game, and I was watching the game on my iPad, and it was one of those like communal airplane experiences where you know, you could see the guy next to you was uh he was like looking at at my screen Mm. you know but he didn't want to say anything and so then like i I you you're a share yeah yeah so i put the screen up uh and you know so we can watch it together uh but that's nice but then in between innings i would pull the ipad down (laughs) because i I was like sending you you uh, texts yeah yeah um and it's 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 one of those things on on the ipad I wish Where, I would have
1: known I would have sent you like lewd links.
3: Well no, it's kind of embarrassing because like I'm no, please don't do that. I'm, <laughs> I'm on all these text threads, and Flex. Uh, I think most people who I think most people are on text threads. And and one of them is with my uh, baseball team from high school. Okay, or a handful of people from my baseball team in high school.
1: And making fun of making fun of Matt Ryan for getting benched.
3: No, but it, it keeps on popping on, onto the screen. So, like, I'm really self-conscious at this mm-hmm. point that like- this person next to me to, who, who, who who doesn't know me is going to see, like, what all these, you know, crazed Phillies fans are texting me during the game. Hmm. Yeah. I,
1: I, see, uh, I see somebody in the chat. Joshua says, uh, Bo's mad that someone didn't say hi to him uh, at New Wave, but he, he doesn't even greet his neighbor wearing the athletic sweater. I think this is I think this is our guy. Do you remember we talked about do I say hi to the guy? There was like the thing in the park and he was he was oh, wearing yes, the athletic yes. Philly shirt. Yes. I was yes. like do I say hi? And I didn't. <laughs> I think this is him.
3: Sam. Oh, hello.
1: So, hi Joshua. Let's say hi next time.
3: Uh... <laughs> so, yeah, so so that was the scene. <laughs> Yeah, so this, so, this, so that was the scene inside the locker room at the stadium. I got to say in I I was walking around Houston today. And I know it was a road game. Uh but there wasn't much like a big huge Astros buzz going on mm. in Houston today. Now, Houston's sprawled out and there's different parts mm. of the city, urban um, sprawl. And I'll, I so so this was a, a funny moment. I went to uh Jalen Hurts' high school before the game. And I was, you know, I was interviewing people from the channel, from the channel view community um, to, to, to kind of see like what Hurts means to that community and some Hurts, some Hurts memories. Oh, uh, no, never mind. He's nature. just referring okay.
1: to that. Yeah. I see. Okay.
3: <laughs> and, and, and one of the people, you know, I introduced myself. I am a reporter from Philadelphia from the Athletic. And, I think she well, she initially thought that I was there for the World Series. And so she was like, uh, she was really cold to me. And and then when I said I'm here talking about I'm here about Jalen Hurts, she like warmed up and then she was willing to talk. But she said, No, I I thought you were gonna ask me about the World Series, which uh I it's it's good I I clarified it would also be a really dogged right, reporter right to
1: right to show
3: up at Jalen Hurts and yeah. at a ceremony honoring Jalen Hurts and answering yeah. them with Astros questions yeah um,
1: yeah that what did that, they know
3: <laughs> uh, but so, so now there were a, a lot of Astros jerseys around town today so I'll give them credit there but it wasn't like this this huge. This huge buzz
1: Hmm. all right let's let's talk a, a little bit about the offensive performance um because it was interesting right like they it seemed like they they could run the ball at will um in this game but and yet they were still efforting to pass quite a bit um in neutral situations which i think is totally fine uh jalen hurts very efficient in this game zach 21 of 27 for 243 yards and two touchdowns he did have that lost fumble on the sack uh, which you mentioned Dallas Goddard uh, very efficient himself eight for a hundred and a touchdown on nine targets AJ Brown four for 59 and a touchdown Devontae Smith just two for 25 Wes Watkins two for 25 Miles Sanders had 17 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown um, did you think that this was like a Jalen Hurts had a little extra juice being in Houston type game or did he just sort of look like normal Jalen Hurts to you
3: He looked like normal Jalen Hurts, and I think it's a good sign for the Eagles that the efficient passing is becoming the norm now. It's not the exception. Like, I didn't find this to be an exceptional Jalen Hurts game. And then you look at the numbers at the end of the game. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's like, like, wait a second. I thought it it felt like he sure had more than six incompletions, but he didn't. Yes,
3: yes. And it was actually funny on the opening drive. Uh, I feel like the both
1: he, both last two weeks he's like looked a little bit off in the very like first drive or two, right? Like just okay. miscalibrating throws and then he settles in. I don't know. What you, tell me what you were about. Well, to no,
3: say. I I was going to say on the opening drive there were two targets, the Jack stole on <laughs> on about the first six plays or so yeah. and it was just funny. I it's it's not what you imagine on the opening script. It's like <laughs> let's let's find ways to get Jack Let's stole do our the best ball. stuff on the third. We got a <laughs> yes. short week.
1: Let's stick with our best. Yeah,
3: <laughs> let's check stole the ball. Uh, no, there were so many dynamic plays last week, and you didn't see those dynamic plays this week. And that's what jumped out to me is this was a very workmanlike offense. I thought they ran the ball well. I thought Miles Sanders had a good game. He he, he had some tough I thought carries, he had a good game. which, frankly, he should. This is a really bad run defense. Like that's the one where you look at it and, and you say they did what they were expected to do. And I was surprised that swooper didn't hit because even though Damian Pierce had 25 carries, this is a game that Miles Sanders, they could have given him the ball quite a bit. He was he was running yeah. effectively.
1: Were you surprised that they didn't just pound it the whole time?
3: I, I, I was. I thought going into it, that was going to be their game plan. Now, like you said, the Texans are a bad team and they could challenge the Texans different ways. And they were trying to pass the ball Uh but I I thought they had success running the ball. They could have done that. They, it seemed that there was this this uh, like time of possession battle in the.
1: Oh, you've been muted.
3: This should be better. My mic's yeah. on. Oh here. yeah,
1: you got it. Yes. <clears throat> uh
3: so on that opening, it, or in the first half rather. So the Eagles have one possession in the first quarter. And then really two possessions in the second quarter. They didn't get the ball until 37 seconds. They actually put themselves in position for a field goal. But they, they essentially had three possessions in the first half. So it was there wasn't much of a rhythm going on in the first half of the game. And there was this weird – I was talking to some guys in the locker room after the game about uh, the first half, and they kept mentioning like the time of possession battle, which – which struck me as an odd thing to focus on when you're playing the Texans, just just run them <laughs> off the field. Right, you know, yeah. you're not. I, I, it's not like you're trying to keep Damian Pierce off off the, off the field, but right. perhaps I, I I don't think they wanted to get into the details with me about it. Uh, but my guess is after the way the Texans started the game, with that nine play, seventy five yard drive my guess is the is the eagles wanted to give their defense a breather right so perhaps it was intentional to go on i mean you're not expecting to go on 18 play drive but to really um take some time off the clock get your defense in a better spot that might be what they were what they referred to with the time of possession interesting uh, okay and, and and then so then you look after that that opening drive, really, you know, we're 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 talking about the, the uh, about the way Houston ran the ball. You're talking about two drives. You're talking about the first drive of the game and the last drive of the second half. I mean, in between, then you're you're looking at a five play, twenty three yard drive, four play, nine drive. I'm sorry, four play, nine yard drive, and the start the second half, three and out, um, three plays and an interception. Okay, then they had a, a nice drive to set up a field goal, six plays for nine yards nine plays for 38 yards uh so yeah, really there were three real
1: there are three three exactly drafts, yeah.
3: yeah it wasn't like throughout the game there was one point to i'll give credit where it's due i was uh pretty critical this off or this summer about any time you drop hassan reddick into coverage yeah it is it is a negative and hassan reddick had a terrific pass breakup like really good on the ball read it. Uh, he got his hand on it. And actually, if he didn't break that up, the Eagles don't get an interception. I think a play later, two plays later. I I think that's right. Yeah. They have to look up my notes. So uh, I joked on social media, on Twitter, that uh, I'm too far away from the sideline to see if Jonathan Gannon's like peering up at the press box with vengeance because (laughs) as if, okay, the fake laugh, I get it. Um, you said you joked, I wanted to give you a oh, okay. I wanted to
1: sell your joke,
3: yeah, it's it's still i i I would still send I would still send redick around the edge uh, i I thought Brandon Graham had a real i'm I'm sorry, I'm just like dumping stuff onto – I
1: mean, it's three in the morning. Do whatever yeah. you want to do,
3: Brandon Graham had had a, a real good pass rush that led to an interception so ah uh, Shauncey gardner johnson i I can't tell if he's. Just a ball hawk, or if the ball just yeah. comes to him. But it seems every time there's pressure, the quarterback throws it right to him. Yeah, like the a- Eagle
1: like the Eagles have had safeties in the past who like have just not been able to make those plays. So it's nice that he's making those plays, but it it does oftentimes feel like it is the result of somebody else doing yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice play though. Your boy, your boy Bradbury got another one.
3: Bradbury's a good player.
1: You uh, invented the guy. You, you take the credit. Trust me,
3: Bradbury was well established before he before he <laughs> got here. I just, I I had the audacity to point out that he had a good training camp.
1: Well, you were right. Uh, Dallas Goddard dominant in this game, right? Yes. You know, some of it was on screens, but
3: but still, he's it, this was a big point after the game. Sirianni went on something at, you know, about how. He's one of the best uh, tight ends in the league. And they were talking about that in the locker room. The thing that jumps out to me about him is the target efficiency. right? I think you said the stat earlier, eight eight catches on nine targets. And if you just look at the numbers throughout the season, there's not a lot of empty targets thrown his way. Uh, He's really efficient. They're getting him more involved in third downs. He's such a tough matchup. Uh, He's a really good player. So I noticed him right putting
1: his hands up for uh, the touchdown sign while the ball was in the air on the uh, touchdown pass to A.J. Brown. Always like that.
3: That's the Steph Curry.
1: Hello. Fantastic. Um, what, why was Kayvon Wallace in the game so much at the end?
3: Well, no, he was on the – on, open open on the t- On the touchdown drive to start the game, he was on – and I thought it was like a goal line package that he was on for – I'd, I have to go back and watch to see what the pattern was. But, yes, you did see Kayvon Wallace. And, I mean, Kayvon Wallace is – is um yeah. I, you were talking about them adding a safety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a position that's, that you can't really afford yeah. injuries. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, there is one other thing to talk about, Zach. This uh, this video from before the game of Howie of Howie going after a fan, <laughs> like well, so, I really.
3: Well, so seeing Howie's face during it, it seemed it seemed like it was it was a a joking manner. That said, it so if is you haven't seen it,
1: that... there's a yeah, like uh, there's a fan who's holding a sign that says like Howie, you're forgiven for because you got AJ Brown or something like that, and how he walks over, and you can tell that he's like he sees the sign and he's like making his way over. He's like I I'm so I'm so mad. I'm gonna say something about this. And he walks over and he says like oh oh I'm forgiven. I forgetting you your first effing Super Bowl like and then he and then he tries to play it off like a joke. Yeah, I don't think that it was a joke. I think those are his real internal feelings. But go ahead, what, what you were gonna say?
3: Yeah, what you just said is that <laughs> I well, I, I it 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 did seem it was it was playful. I mean, not in the same way, but uh, comparable to to Verlander. Like if you saw that that uh, video, you can't hold that against Verlander the other day. He was having fun with with the fans, right? No, oh, I didn't uh, see that one. Oh, he he gave. He gave the fans the finger oh. as he was getting off the bus the other day. Oh yeah, that's and funny. and it was it was billed as 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 Verlander, you know, flipping off the Eagles fans. Mm. I'm sorry, the Phillies fans. And Verlander said he was just greeting them in their native tongue. He was having fun with the people. <laughs> that's a good line. Uh, you know, they that. were they were uh, giving it to him, and and that's kind of the way I, I saw it with with Howie. He he was, uh, well, he was smiling. Know. He was smiling. He was laughing. But to your point, he had that on the tip of his tongue. And, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a sentiment that he has expressed before, too, uh, that I, I I think he was on a on a radio interview earlier this year when he was talking about going to a Sixers game during the playoffs. And someone said something to him of 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 a similar ilk. And, and his his response was so the Super Bowl wasn't enough. Right. Right. Uh, and look it, it is a good trump card to play. I will I'll grant him that. It's, it is it, it's not the end all be all but it, it, it that's the, the that's the is it is it Fritz Arrow uh who who said you know win tonight and you know walk together forever or something like that or uh point being that when you win a Super Bowl you have that on on your resume. Flags hmm.
1: fly forever. So
3: Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, but it's also a little making... bit
1: like, I mean, what are we doing? How we like, calm down?
3: Yeah. 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 He, yeah he you gets know, you're not the, the most game.
1: persecuted person in the world. We don't need to be complaining about GM salaries on podcasts.
3: <laughs> well, that's, that's him doing that. That's uh yeah, I know. But I mean, yeah, this, gotta, this idea yeah.
1: that it's like, what a tough what, uh, what a tough what a tough break he's getting i mean come on it's fine yeah it's part of the job
3: yeah yeah look
1: uh, and he's he's uh, like he should be taking victory laps right now he's that's a, he, th- like that's fine that's what i'm saying
3: uh, howie the, i mean the thing i'll say about Howie is is he gets kicked by you know he's he gets it when they're losing like he's he's not um uh He's 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 definitely in the bullseye when things aren't going well. Maybe not internally, but certainly externally, right? Uh, That when they are winning, if he wants to take uh, the uh, victory laps, he's certainly entitled. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's fair. He just didn't need to be so so aggressive about it. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Zach?
3: Uh, How was Channelview? Wait, so Hargrave. I, I mean, you. Yeah, we should give some love. Yeah, yeah.
1: three yeah. sacks. He was a beast.
3: So a few things here, uh, or I shouldn't say a few things. Two things. Um, Kirk Herbstreit had a, a line during the broadcast, as as you know, I listened to the. Yeah,
1: how was it, bro? I didn't hear a, a single second of it.
3: It was. I I like that team. I, I know some of the chat people thought it was on brand that I liked Herbstreit. I mean, he's still just into the end of. I love I, I love the Amazon broadcast, and actually, more credit to Amazon for this. I've never uh, watched it on my computer. I'm always because Thursday nights I'm home and I'm watching it on on mm. on television. I'm streaming it, and I got to see if if you can do this on the TV. But they have something called like X-ray, or, where it has the stat panel and it has all the next gen stats and it updates live. Mm. As as after contact live and and time to throw live. Um, it's a That's it's cool. a pretty cool feature. Um, so. But Herbstreet said at one point about Hargrave that Jonathan Gannon told him he's a good – you know, you know he's a – or he's someone who needs to practice, and he didn't really start practicing until four or five weeks ago. And I'm like, wait, what? He wasn't on the <laughs> internet <Android report." laughs> But then I was talking to Hargrave after the game, and I jokingly said to him, like, what happened during the bye week? You know, you you come right. back with five sacks in these two games since. And he said he had a chance to get healthy. Yeah. And I, I said I said, what do you mean? He said <laughs> he said that that toe injury was mm. lingering from training camp. And like he never really kind of felt right. And so he had a chance to 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 get healthy. I I soon be off his feet. And um and he's been now sacks we know are partly opportunistic. Right. It's it's not as if he he's a different player now than he was before the bye week, but he's cleaning up here and he's he wasn't productive enough in those first six games. You're seeing that now he's up to he's up to six sacks. His career high last year was seven and a half. Uh, so he, he should be in line to break that.
1: And that's also part like that's why you don't want to have to make him play the nose. Right. You want to free him up to to sure. be on the outside of those three man fronts and, and get after the passer if it's a passing play. So. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Anything else?
3: Uh, if you can fill the time for thirty seconds, I just need to respond to Josiah, uh, to our, uh, to our editor.
1: Real mm, quick. Sure. Uh let's see. Let's run down the rest of the defensive stat line. Javon, his seven tackles, three sacks. T.J. Edwards, seven tackles. Kaiser White, seven tackles. Marcus Epps, five. Josh Sweat, five. Bradbury, four. Slay, four. Cox for Marvin. Well, how did I just feel like
3: big Marv played
1: Zach whenever you're back with us.
3: Yeah, I'm back. I'm back with you now. Uh, really didn't have a strong opinion. I mean, circumstantially they, I would say not very good because they were running the ball effectively and hit and the job when you fill that role there as the nose in, the, in those fronts is like help stop the run. Right. Uh, but, that's one of those where I, I need to go back and look to really give you a good answer.
1: Um, and who's the second most impressive Texan to you?
3: Second most impressive Houston Texan to me. I mean, Hughes. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: he, we've, yeah, we talked about that. Jerry Hughes was yeah, a monster in this game.
3: He, he, he <clears throat> beat Jordan Mylada, and I I had a chance to, and he should have
1: been, it should have been Lane's first sack, right? He he basically gave up a sack yeah. on, to Jerry Hughes, but then Jalen Hurts got away
3: from it. He got away from it, yeah. yeah. Uh, so speaking to, I had a chance to talk to Jordan. I'll 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 try to write more about this this week, um, but he's he's very honest and he, like he really took it hard, um, in in his own way. Yeah, you know, he, he said he never wants to let guys like Landon down, and and he he said that as Landon was sitting right next to him. Uh, and he, he said that it was, it was just a timing thing on those sacks, uh, or, or I, I, sh- I shouldn't say timing, just, just kind of knowing where Jalen is on the field. I, I, I guess he, we didn't get into too many details about that, but he was, he was very much like, he brought it up to me when talking about the game, the mm-hmm. way he started the second half. And I yeah, said, so yeah, about those, let's, let's talk about that. But he was very much, uh. Um, he, so he both he wore
1: those. Jeff Schwartz and Mitchell Schwartz said it looked like on the first sack that he maybe thought that it was a draw.
3: I asked him that. Oh, did you specifically? Okay. Yeah, I asked him specifically, "Were you expecting draw?" And he said, "Draw? No." He said, "He said <laughs> I, I just he said I, I just need to know where Jalen is on the on the field." Mm-hmm. So maybe it's one of those things where he thought that he could let the he perhaps he he, he thought it was going to be a quick drop and mm. he he could let the pass rusher get some depth but um Jalen was deeper in the drop. I don't have a firm answer for that, but he did say to me he didn't think it was a draw.
1: Mm, okay. And then what were your thoughts on uh taking Keitoriano?
3: I didn't have strong opinions. Uh he he caught the touchdown, right? Or Yeah um yeah 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 yeah. he did i okay yes that's that's why it it came to mind i remember writing it down um (laughs) i don't have i I don't have a strong opinion on him honestly this press box so okay go ahead 2014 did you travel to
1: yes okay but i don't remember it i remember it it was i was the game where foals got hurt and sanchez came in but i don't remember the press box
3: it is high up there. It's re- it's it's one of those high That's press boxes. That does ring a bell, actually. And high press boxes are hard. Uh, you know, there's you, you you never want the Houston situation. I'm I'm sorry, the Washington situation where you're behind the end zone and you can't see a, a part of the field. But also, if you're really high up, um, and, and I I have binoculars, but you can't Flex. make out sometimes what's what's uh, specifically going on. So. Uh, when I watch the game back, I will have more insight there. You get to see the plays develop. Like you can definitely see the moment a guys open downfield. That's the Mm -hmm. advantage of being so high up, but especially line play, you can't really see that, that effectively. Yeah,
1: that's fair. All right. How do you plan to spend the rest of your time in Houston?
3: Uh, on a Nick Sirianni conference call tomorrow morning. Well, well, tonight I'll go, I'll go to sleep. Um, I'm going to be writing – I have a Nick Sirianni – we have a Nick Sirianni conference call tomorrow morning. I have to write my picks column. Um, I am debating uh, putting some thoughts together uh, if, if time allows, but I have to get to the airport and catch a flight. The one thing I've learned about Houston is things are really spread out here, like really spread out, yeah. and people are always driving. Um, it took me from Channelview High School to uh, to NRG Stadium. I thought I, I see you guys are, are yawning, so I'll be quick here. I thought it was so I thought it was right. going to take me forty five minutes. It took me seventy five minutes. Mm. Um, that that was tough. Uh, but even still, you must have been pretty up,
1: you must have been pretty upset, pretty frustrated.
3: Yes, I was very yeah. much so. Uh, <laughs> and 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 not just that, but. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, credit to to the other Eagles reporters, um, you know, we're like a family during the uh, season. We see each other oftentimes more than our families. And I think there were a few guys who were legitimately worried about me. Yeah. <laughs> OK, because um, I I wasn't there and I'm typically there. And, and so they were I was I was getting texts like, is everything OK? Where are you? <laughs> kinda, um, so who was yeah. most concerned? EJ. EJ texted me. Elliot texted me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was nice. OK. Um, but overall, I uh, yeah, I I like being in Houston. Frankly, I wish there was a Phillies game tomorrow. I would stay an extra day here because um, I don't get to Houston enough. I went to a really good food hall today. Um, I like a food hall because you have different you know, you have, you have different stations you could go to if you will. Sure. uh, what'd you get? I, I got Peruvian food. Nice. This is as, as I, 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 this is as close as um getting to South America this year. It's as close as I'm <laughs> getting to Peru. And <laughs> okay. uh, what'd you get? Had, had like a ceviche dish. Nice. Uh, and, uh, had some plantains on the side.
1: Okay. And was this on a campus?
3: <laughs> this was not on a campus. No, I was, I have a good friend who uh, I worked at the radio station in Syracuse with, and he, he did, does some radio down here. Um, and we got together for lunch, caught up. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Marissa, what's up with you?
3: Not
2: much. Um, just like you know, enjoying hearing your guys' takeaways. A little tired, but hanging I'm in there. I'm sorry,
1: Marissa. I'm no,
2: sorry. Zach, are you kidding? Back I think
1: it's time to Pull the I, plug.
2: No, don't, don't end this because of me. I, I enjoy the late um, night pods.
1: I still um, got to finish writing.
2: Uh, okay. So we'll, we'll blame you, but no, I, I, um, I like you guys, like was surprised that it was close, but I also think, you know, a Thursday game, quick turnaround. They still won the game. Got to give them some credit for that. They're eight and zero. So yeah, it wasn't what we thought it would be, but that was kind of my thoughts.
3: So. Thank you, Marissa, because yeah. I I see in the chat I'm getting I'm getting accused of like homerism here, which I certainly I don't I just it would, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think I would come off crotchety if if I word. was like, if if I was like, they won by 12 points, but they're in trouble, right? I, mean, I think we all know, just thought gonna, it would be there's like
1: a middle a, ground there.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely thought like going into it, it was going to be like such a blowout. Like me too. Yes, I thought 35 was, 10. Yeah. Yes. That was surprising. But I mean, you know, a short week, we've seen some crazy games on Thursday night football this year. Um, and some kind of honestly bad football on Thursday night football. So, you know, they went on the road. They got the win. They're eating out. Yeah. I feel like that's all you can ask for at this point. Well said. Better said yeah, than maybe. we
1: could have, yeah.
3: And now they've extended rest for Washington next week. Yes, so. a right. long extended rest because they got a Monday game. So, yes. but it, nice. it sounds it sounds like Sirianni going to bring them in on Monday, uh, 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 this this Monday coming up. Curious about that. Mm.
2: But then they might have. So Michael had a Monday game this week, and they had Tuesday, and then Wednesday they had like a very very short day. Okay.
3: Okay. When, so they yeah. almost
2: had like Tuesday, Wednesday, like he was on. Afternoon, early afternoon on Wednesday.
3: Sure.
2: So maybe that's something like that. But they didn't have a Thursday game before, so yeah, I don't know. A lot of time to pare- prepare for Taylor Heineke.
3: There you go. Hmm. There you go.
1: All right. I guess that'll do it. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, I don't know Tuesday ish, maybe Wednesday, since it's a Monday Monday game. Until then, uh, enjoy. Uh, one or two games after the World Series this weekend uh i'm sure zach's got a bike ride coming up or something
3: big college football game this weekend, tennessee georgia right yeah Mm. number one versus number two people are really
1: talking about hendon hooker as a first round pick
3: he's playing he's if if you're not an ageist i mean if you just look at it from a performance perspective he's been awesome
1: okay i mean watch him this weekend I watched him beat Alabama. He looks great. But... And
2: Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. That's that's the the yes he, he, he yeah now fly. that guy rules. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Dane had his top fifty out this week. We actually yes. have a podcast on it, so if you want to hear about those uh
1: top, where podcasts, did he have Hendon Hooker?
2: Um, uh, let me pull it up because I don't remember exactly. Or maybe I could just tease it and people mm. can go good call. Check it yeah, out. check that out. That's good. Um. Okay. But, yeah, no, they talked a lot about the quarterbacks. Um, Will Levis also, you know, he's also an older guy. Um, and then, obviously, C.J. He's But
1: Hendon Hooker is really old.
2: Yeah.
1: He's not just old. He's really old. It's going to be 26. I got it up here.
2: Okay. It'll, it'll, so, do you want to take a guess where he has him in the top 50? Why are we playing a guessing game at 3.30 in the morning? But why not? Where do you think um, he has him in the top 50? <clears throat>
1: Forty-six.
2: Zach.
3: Uh, for game theory, I'll go forty-five.
2: I can't believe this, but he has him at forty-six. Did you cheat, Bo? <laughs> No.
0: <Yeah>. No way. <laughs>
3: yes, he does.
2: <laughs> no. I'm like, Bo definitely has this up right now. Yes, he does. He has him at forty-six.
1: Wow. Yep. I, that's good. Yep. He's not buying it too much. That's fine. Yep. I mean, I'd have him lower, but that's. I'm glad. Good for Dane. Forty-six! I nailed it!
2: Wow. And he's got Levis at twenty-three. So, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting how many teams are going after quarterbacks because there could be a decent amount when you take a take a look across the league. So, Mm -hmm. we'll see. You're right. Yeah, follow Dane because he's the best and knows everything. So, that's right. Great.
1: All right. Well, the Eagles are eight. No, first time in franchise history. Twenty nine seventeen. They take the dub on Thursday night. Zach was there to see it all, and uh, I don't know. That's about it. I was going to say something about seeing it all, but you know, we'll keep it. We'll keep it PG. Peace. So <laughs> you're welcome. So for Zach and Marissa and Tegan, I'm Bo we thank you for watching, thank you for listening we'll talk to you next week and as always we love you